UK Parliament will issue Mark Zuckerberg with a formal summons if he continues to refuse to speak to MPs. Mr Zuckerberg's response of an aubergine emoji followed by a raindrop emoji has confused some of the older members of Parliament. So all of them. Of We Don't Talk About Brexit. Welcome back, everybody. This is the weekly podcast where we, four friends, meet up every week. That's described in the word weekly, literally. <laughs> Obnoxious. Uh, and we tell each other funny stories, and they have to be non-Brexity and non-serious. And at the end of the episode, we all vote on whose story was the best. And they get to do this intro better than the previous week. Every week. I mean, if you compare week one to this now, there's no difference. There's no difference. Are you looking at the dog that's on my phone? <laughs> <laughs> We're all now looking at the dog that's oh, on yeah. your phone. Well. <laughs> is your story perhaps about a dog? Well, it is, yes. Yes. My um, unbrexity story for this week. Well, stories. Um, Turn off your okay. phone. I am so, <laughs> so sorry. So do we acknowledge this? Do we acknowledge that we're human? Yes, and have, we do. And have flaws. We, we do now. Shall I read out the message it. I've received? It's not explicit. Read it out in front of the class. It says, Come on. I can't wait to get home. <laughs> not explicit. Oh. Uh, you're doing the same thing you did last week. Where everything where everything's just... fine until you laugh. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's all fine, isn't it? Absolutely. It's okay. What's your story about Let's Tash? get back to the dogs. Yeah. So I'm doing um, this thing that we've all started doing in the past few weeks of doing a couple of stories. Um, so my stories this week are three stories about dogs. Do they have morals? They the dogs. <laughs> they're, well, they're, they're amoral dogs. They've got, judge. They've got Actually, loose morals. This first story is very much kind of along the lines of whether dogs have morals. Okay, it is, Ooh. and I've called it. Smile of dogs. <laughs> it's, what's the, it's, oh, I see, I see. I like that just you laugh for the start bit there. Like, just, just touch the it. And I was the rest. like, again, I was like, don't do it. Don't cut the story that. And I did it anyway, and I found it funnier than anyone else. So let's just, let's just move on. I don't get it. Isle of Dogs is a popular film that's been right. made. Yeah. I was also trying to think of what is a mile of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've only got to run a mile of dogs, I have. So a mile. You know, the yeah. old mile of dogs. Or just a mile long dog. Oh, well, I guess it has dog Like a plural. sausage dog. I mean, it's a mile long. Oh, it would be that so would inconvenient. Be so painful for it. Yeah, it would be horrible. Fun for everyone else. People would kick it. Oh, oh why would I mean, they? Because they wouldn't know what it was. They'd be like, what's this bit of stretched? <laughs> like a brown tube. Yeah, it's just like yes, yeah. very. No, but it would have to have legs like along along the length of it because oh, it drag on the floor. Oh, oh. Unless it was really turgid. Oh yeah. Oh, look at this turgid oh, furry tube. My favorite porno. Turgid furry tube. Turgid furry tube coming to cinemas. Near Why is you. a porno coming to cinemas, Tash? Seedy cinemas. That's true. There are seedy cinemas. Well, this dog, instead of <laughs> starring in a porno, um, <laughs> like most normal dogs, yep. <laughs> it actually came into the BBC newsroom quite recently with, um, not with his animal psychologist, with, with a animal psychologist called um, Dr. Roger Mugford. 
Um, okay. <laughs> interesting names. And the Labrador was called Bounce. Oh, which is cute. And he was a, he was a golden Labrador. And he looks very wise on the video. There's a video. Look it up. It's great. He's he's in he's in a chair. I love they, it. You know how they in, on the BBC they get the like experts in, and there's the news anchor, and on the other chair <laughs> he's on that chair. <laughs> he's sitting on that chair. It's brilliant. I love how uh, we've gone simple from, but brilliant. We've gone from saying we'll link the stories to you go and find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's this thing. Just go and find it. Okay, that's my story. No, I'll, t- I'll say more about what it is. Um, so, the reason they came to the BBC newsroom was to talk about a study that says that dogs can tell the difference between happy and angry human facial expressions. Okay. Yes. Mm. And um, the animal psychologist has made a kind of a conclusion about how we, as modern human beings, can, can use that to our advantage. Sounds kind of can use that wise ability ability that dogs have, um, intuitive ability, to our advantage. What do you think that might be? You're asking us really quite an in-depth question about about, uh, what a psychologist has likely spent years of his life studying, but we're just three pundits. (laughs) But actually, no, because the... the... Because I got you all these (laughs) psychology degrees. (laughs) Black market psychology degrees. no, because this is just kind of a suggestion that he made. I'm sure there's lots of different ways sure. that we can use. So the actual thing that he got from his study was that um, animals are fairly intelligent when it comes to judging people's people's kind of emotional inner core. Huh. Yeah, so like seeing through people, basically. And then he out, out of that, he kind of, he brought out like an example of a way that in an everyday kind of way, each one of us that has a dog can can use that. What methodology were they using to actually measure people's inner core to I... judge it by <laughs> the, the dog's particular opinion? Now, your <laughs> inner core is, is evil, uh, but the dog actually thinks oh, yeah. it's quite good. You got oh, that right. wrong, didn't you, dog? Right. That's not how they did Stupid it. Stupid bounce. Because I've always felt the strong urge to, to murder in me, but that dog made me feel a lot, you know... Not less murdery. <laughs> See, that's my suggestion. It's not for murderers, but it's like I was watching Bob's Burgers murderers yesterday. Out there. Yeah, no, it could be for you. No, um, don't get a dog unless it's going to make you stop murdering. Then maybe do get a dog. <laughs> Just mean like the murderers Ooh. lying in bed at night, like sort of dreaming. Like, and then I saw my dog saying, "No murder, no murder." I love that. Like the dog's the first person. What? Like. First, first thing. That's the only thing that knows. That, yeah. no, that tell, oh, because it can see right eats through it. him. Yeah. No. What? No, nothing. Because he feeds, what he feeds his dog <laughs> is the humans that he murders. How many people do you go up to on any given day, put your hand on their <laughs> salt shoulder and say, Not that many. Um, the Six. odd one out then. Oh, not the odd one out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I on Bob's Burgers. Sorry, just to get back to uh, <laughs> Bob's Burgers. To Bob's Burgers. Look at the um, podcast. <laughs> to go yeah. back to Bob's Burgers, <laughs> which we mention yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's my favorite, favorite thing to talk about. Um, the the guy on it had an emotional support dog. Oh. And I know that sounds, but like for like you know for like um children it makes that, sense. It, it does yeah, make sense. The children maybe or for like that is know, a way to kind anyone. of use that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know when to comfort. You probably because yeah. they use them for like all sorts of obviously you have like 
like guide dogs and all sorts of like Mm. medical emergency dogs like you can have ones that can like tell if you like blood sugar's low or something yeah 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 yes this is another thing he talks about them the whole like oh dogs can smell fear thing that that comes from them being able to sense the blood pressure in your face they can like see or sense I guess they can probably smell it. Like the, well, like, that's that's they the, can the smell actual blood. argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The, like the like hormones, yeah. like the like and, adrenaline yeah. and that kind of because stuff. Because if like, it changes, then that means that you're obviously angry or mm. or whatever because the blood's rushing. So, to d- your so face can dogs then like know if you're putting it on? Like if you're like trying to be angry in order to like scold your dog, but really you're like you know that's, that's a really good point. Like, I, 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 I think it's hilarious that you just pooed on grandma's sofa, like yeah. if, and you're like, oh no, no bounce, and the dog's like, yeah, I know you love it. The dog's just this like wagging his tail, and grandma's like, what? <laughs> Hold on. Um, yeah. Anyone have any more suggestions as to how we can? Use you know, it? I think Why it's all. Should I just tell you? Just as nursery teachers. I think. <laughs> should we? Are all dogs going to become nursery teachers? I hope so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that'd be great. I think I have an idea. Uh, I read an article the other day about why your animal forgives you when you accidentally <gasps> like step on its tail or you, you mindlessly a cat walks in front of you on the stairs and yeah. you accidentally kick it. You don't mean oh. to. But obviously yeah, the animal doesn't just bear a grudge for the rest of its life. <laughs> well, cats do. And like sit there in a corner of a room staring at you for the rest of your life. So uh, as a... As they a actually result, get revenge in the night. <laughs> but you don't know it. By pooing on grandma's couch. By travelling. <laughs> Grandma, no. My cat travels to St. Petersburg and poos on my grandma's couch and comes back as revenge. That is a clever dog. Damn it, Molly. It's such a clever dog that it's a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, Molly. I think that just being a pack animal gives... Certain pack animals, I think, are just good inherently at reading uh, reading the the, the creatures they live with. Yeah, Mm. just instinctively. Because they have to. Because they have to. They don't have speech. Don't they forget though? Do you reckon they just forget? Like, oh, I well, stepped, that's on why my dog, stepped on my dog's tail, but actually, it's fine with me now because he's forgotten. Mm. Well, that that's why that. I've got a pet elephant and he hates me. He's <laughs> got excellent, <laughs> excellent <laughs> memory. <laughs> <laughs> I just was trying to work out why I, it, it was took funny me and that came to me. Ages I'll, let, to get I'll, to I'll, let, you, yeah. I'll let you know it, it wasn't funny. That's my fault. I'm very sorry. God, my God, it was funny. It was too clever for me. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't really. I'm well, what the doctor suggests. We can um, we can use this new thing on is dating advice. What? That's right, and he says actually loads of people are already doing this. Loads of people genuinely judge their relationship based on how much their dog trusts and likes sure. the, the person that they are currently dating. Well, it makes sense because like you know you're going to keep the dog. Mm. So like if the other person's a variable. Then the dog getting angry at them is like, well, if it's Get you out. or the dog, the dog's winning. Get out. That's yeah. true because the dog's permanent. Mm. Dogs are immortal, <laughs> <laughs> and also don't they don't move? They don't. The move. moral of the story is my favorite thing. Dogs are immortal. About dogs is when they are somewhere they shouldn't. You got to try and move them, and they know they shouldn't, <laughs> and they just put up so much resistance. But they're grumpy about it, and it's just heartbreaking. Oh, but yeah, that's a great suggestion. I actually quite like that though, because I actually, if someone said to me, "Oh, dogs just don't seem to like me," I'd definitely be like, "Well, it's probably because you're a killer or something." <laughs> don't worry. Don't murder him. Don't take crazy. He can see the change in blood pressure in your face. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because they can tell. But then also, Wait, like in that voice. Yeah, but nah. also, like, I, I was like a proper little shit when I was a kid. Sorry mm. for the ex- language. Ooh. Um, and my cat oh. used to love me. 
And so maybe that's... <laughs> I don't know what that means. your cat was evil. Oh, he definitely was. <laughs> yeah. He tried to smother me in my sleep several times. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but, but yes, was it with a pillow or did it just sleep on your face? Um, sleeping on my face, okay. but with a pillow, I'd be very concerned. <laughs> you wake up like, puts the pillow on how first. How can you hold then... that? <laughs> Retractable thumbs. <laughs> yeah. Retractable. I don't know. We go in like there again. <laughs> are we are we back on the snail eyes? Yeah. The fingers that go in. Oh, the fingers. We wow. really can't get over that, can we? No, I still can't get over it. I'm pretty sure I've dreamt about it since. Um. So yeah, I've got some other stories about dogs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, so my next story um, is is about uh, a, an Amazon delivery driver who comes to a house to drop off some dog food for a dog which is in the house. <laughs> which has ordered it on Amazon. <laughs> With its retractable thumbs. God, it's going, it's going downhill with the phones today, Sorry, guys. guys. <laughs> Disappointed. Um, so yeah, but things go wrong. The, the, the delivery driver does something which can we could argue is immoral. What do you think he does? He puts the dog food, he like opens it up so the dog can smell it, but then just like leaves it on the windowsill outside the house so the dog can just look at it forever. I reckon and not get it. when he gets out of the van, he brings a person and he murders the person. <laughs> and the dog's like... Um, exactly right. That's exactly what the story says. Oh, did um, he eat the dog food? <laughs> in front of, in it, front went, of him, yeah. Went, yum, oh yum, yum. Okay, yeah, I love that in your head that's you're like, I know what it is. <laughs> I'm deeply troubled God by food. it. God food? What? He <laughs> ate the I, God food. He ate yes. the God food. I um, the pet, dog food. Pet God. <laughs> Hi. Um, Don't murder. <laughs> actually, so I've titled this story Deliver Really Like Your Dog. Because <gasps> what actually happens is he came to drop off the dog food for the puppy and for for I'll tell you what sort of puppy for 11-year-old Wilma 11-year-old sorry puppy <laughs> 11-month-old okay oh. um and uh, and he liked her so he took her he just took her did he keep the dog food at least no he dropped off <laughs> he dropped off the dog food at the house and you, then he took Wilma you have no use for this I do left. but you can have it yeah is he being convicted or stealing dogs? There is a, Amazon is doing an investigation into this because so the the man who he stole Wilma from, uh, Richard Gutfield, fifty one, millionaire. Okay. That's right. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. He basically he 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 noticed that Wilma was missing after the delivery. He noticed that the delivery had got there, and oh, also he had another puppy. And the other puppy was still there. Oh. And he was like, but where's Wilma? Where's the cute one? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little shit. <laughs> <laughs> the other puppy, who is not named. Oh. Oh, he didn't even name it. He's like, Wilma's he so him. much cuter than you. I'm going to name Wilma and not you. He basically was very confused. He tried to get in touch with Amazon loads. Amazon didn't, didn't react until he got in touch with, like, the owner. Um, who then reacted and asked him, called him, uh, asked him to describe his dog. Um, he did. And then they said, she's here right now. We found her. And then he was like, how? And they were like, well, we GPSed the van and the guy had taken her and took off. And then we found the guy and we found her with him and we've got her. 
And then he was like, where's the guy? And they were like, we can't tell you. It's under investigation. <gasps> Naturally. Yeah. And, so and it's like Romeo got, and Juliet, but a do- dog. Yeah. He's got Wilma back now. They run away. Well, a bit. Well, no, it's nothing. They didn't like run away again, did they? <laughs> no, one of, them gets, one of them gets taken away, but not by the other one. Uh, the classic point in <laughs> Romeo and Juliet when an Amazon worker arrives, <laughs> kidnaps Juliet. Amazonia. <laughs> Where art thou? You said you'd be here two hours ago with my package. Nice. Um, but yeah, he, he just says uh, it's a miracle I got Wilma back, and I just wanted uh, people to know that this can happen. People can steal your dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially what he said. Yeah. Um, well, how did the Amazon person was it? Was Wilma not in the house? Was she in like the garden? In, the yard, in yeah, like a shed? It was a small I... dog. It might be like you know, it, it, like fenced in in the garden, and he can get through with a gate because yeah. he's got opposable thumbs. Because he's a human man. Yeah. Damn it. That's yeah, what you never expect. Yeah, we're fucking thumb supremacists on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. aren't we? You like guys it. make me sick. I'm sorry, I keep forgetting you don't have thumbs, Michael. <laughs> he just has five you, fingers. I, I keep laughing. At... <laughs> Excuse me, I'm off to play the piano some more. <laughs> Visual joke, in a way. Um, but yeah, that's that's short and sweet. Funniest thing I also think is he went to drop Wilma off at his house and then continued his work. As a delivery. I thought you were going to say he stole the other dog. (laughs) (laughs) And went back for the other one. Uh, He didn't. So, yeah. I I have another story, but I I feel like there's not enough time. And this is the bigger one. So I'll leave it till next time. It involves dogs and transport. Ooh. Well done. Thank you very much, Tash. Cheers, Tash. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Who's next? I think it's you. Yeah. Confused looking one. <laughs> Michael looks very confused. Try right opening now. that book with those non-opposable thumbs of yours. <laughs> you don't have to bring it up every, every story. He can leaf through the pages. <laughs> very fast. All the pages at once. So my story this week, it's called Badass Birthing. Ooh. I'm going to preface it with a little bit of personal trivia. Uh, last week, I got berated by every co-host for seemingly hating babies. I don't hate babies. I just don't think they're that cute or do anything. That's it. That's every co-host ever. But but what I will say is this story about babies actually had me a little hopeful that maybe babies can turn things around. Baby, baby. If they work hard enough. (laughs) Just want to put them all in factories, don't you? (laughs) I'm a citizen of Village of the Ultra Capitalists. So, Tia Freeman... It is a badass motherfucker. She's on a 17-hour layover in Istanbul as she flies from Germany back to Tennessee. Uh, have you got those places in mind? Those three places? Imagining. Uh, you, uh, you can forget about them all immediately. Okay. They're not important. Um, <laughs> when in Istanbul, she was trapped in a chaotic long customs queue. Oh, I haven't told you. She was pregnant. <gasps> <laughs> Didn't expect that. <laughs> and yeah, because otherwise, I thought, I thought she was a baby. <laughs> I thought she was currently unbirthed. Oh, that is the customs queue. This whole it's all waiting in line for the other babies I to get realized. out first. Have you got your passport? You can't get through the uterus, I'm afraid. <laughs> and like all the immigration people checking the documents are just like spam, and they're actually eggs, <laughs> and that's how the process happens. 
And then they, they dive into the egg. <laughs> Alright, you check out. <laughs> oh, you've got your passport. Well, get ready. <laughs> oh, no. Weird. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, everyone. That was so unnecessary on so many levels. Tia is nine months pregnant and ready to give birth that day. Yeah, I realised I should have said, because this story from the perspective of the baby is just a lot of uh, water-covered noises. Um, it's just sort of bloops and sounds and darkness, which isn't very interesting. Well, I'm sure from a baby's perspective. So muffled talking. As in, you mean the current baby isn't listening to this programme? It can now. It now has oh. been born. But it let me tell you. Probably the, in the stomach. Let me tell you the story. The I was, stomach. Part of me was. Part of me was. Um, I don't know how, but you know. You Do you mean try. the womb? Do you mean in the, 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 in the belly rather in than the, the belly? The, it's I, know babies <laughs> I know babies don't live in stomachs. I mean, it, just, it just came out like that. Please continue, Michael. I will do. It's been a long day. <laughs> so, when she was Istanbul, uh, ready to give birth, she was trapped in a chaotic long customs queue. She was going to give birth, but by bloody Christ, she wasn't going to give birth on the airport floor. Okay. Are you writing a rap song? No. She somehow manages to make it to the hotel, which I find amazing uh, because you know when you're busting for a one or a two and you're in like line at the airport and you're just like, I don't know if I can. I've made it every time, just to clarify. I mean, I'm not sure it's quite the same. No, it's but, way you know. more pressing because it's a person trying to escape you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just think. A <laughs> person trying to escape. Get out! No! Guys, have you not done the pregnancy escape room? <laughs> Aww. They put That's you... quite a good idea, actually. They, it's they... just nine months long. <laughs> they just knock you in a room for nine months and then they go, It's a fluid. You go. And you're just like, in the fetal you... position for most of it. And then on the last day, you just frantically have to get out. You, you can either get out through this small hatch or we just break open this wall and you get out through there. <laughs> it's not your choice. When You'll they, find out what happens. When they put you in, you're like, oh, I can't wait to solve the clues. And then you're just locked in this fleshy pink room. You're like, there's no clues. There's no clues! <laughs> it's just a note and then that they're says, like, the clue is just to wait. <laughs> no! Um, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good escape. This point. is much worse, though, than any of that. You know, giving birth, trying not to give birth in a queue. So she makes it to the hotel. And at this point, she knows she's in labour. She's um she's American, I think. So I'm not I'm not gonna do the accent. Do you want to do the accent? Do the accent. You're quite good at the accent. You love it. I'm in, right. the, I'm in a foreign country. She's not a man. But I am. So. Okay. <laughs> Imagine me giving birth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a foreign country where no one speaks English. Uh, I don't know why she's assumed nobody speaks English. Not in, in Istanbul, God. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hard pressed if I had an English speaker in Istanbul. Um, I don't know the emergency number or have a clue what to do. Why was she going there and nine months? But anyway, carry on. She didn't know she was pregnant until six months in, and uh, apparently she'd already booked a holiday. She was like, "I've just got to go." Yeah, fair enough. But you're not allowed to fly. You're not allowed to fly in the mm. last trimester of your pregnancy. So essentially, what she's done is been a bad man. But done the bad things. She's done the bad things. <laughs> I didn't know that actually. Yeah, because yeah. it's like pressure and stuff. Like if you give birth on the plane, like mm. I don't. Yeah. Know, maybe the maybe the laws have changed. And a, stuff. Maybe it's like a, the opposite of a water baby because obviously they say if you give birth to your baby in a pool, then your baby will be good swimming when they grow up. But this baby will <laughs> we'll be, be a good to, flyer. That's and that's why they don't let you because they're like we can't let people know that humans can fly if they give birth <laughs> yeah, on an airplane. Everyone will want yeah. to. The baby yeah. comes out and just sprouts wings. And you're like <laughs> shit. 
Icarus. But massive plane wings as well. <laughs> so they're kind of useless. Yeah. It's got to like sort of like get the pressure inside yeah. the body just right. Because yeah, it doesn't have some wheels, petrol. so it's like, well, I can I can never get up. You know? <laughs> I just got them. I can glide if someone throws me somewhere, <laughs> but that's my only choice. Yeah, it's very Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> do, we, do we address this? Like, yeah. Uh, I like Buzz Lightyear, though. It sounds great. It was told differently Shout in Russian. Shout out to Gears. Gears, a previous know. co-host. But you don't even know how to pronounce Lifesaber. Lifegaber. <laughs> so, this is a quote from her. So, yo, it's game time. I don't, I don't have time to be nervous. It's time to get shit done. Wow. Filling out the bathtub with warm water. Hashtag water birth. Grabbing a towel wow. to bite down on, enough to wrap up the baby whenever it pops out. It's weird how focused a person becomes when they're filled with adrenaline. Oh my god. This is crazy. This person's insane. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's tweeting this as she's giving birth as well. Is she actually she's in the bathroom? No, no, no this is in an interview afterwards. <laughs> oh god. Oh, she used the hashtag in the interview. Yes, she did. Oh. This is what she said afterwards. She's, I imagine she's talking to the interview. She's like, so yo, it's game time. Um, oh, no. Because at no point did I ever freak out. Like, I just did what I had to do. Well, yes, because the baby has to come out. <laughs> that baby's staying in there. <laughs> Forever. Okay, so she made the millennial decision uh, and does a DIY birth. Ooh. She uh, she looks it up on YouTube. What does that mean? She looks it up on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> um, and then she pushes the baby out of her. She goes... And, uh, no, because the... the um, the baby boomer version of a DIY birth would be we're going to get some hammers and we're going to rig a contraption. I think that's what really confused me. I was like... Is there going to be an avocado involved? And she gave birth to a giant avocado. <laughs> and then and then we get the toast. Go on, go oh my God, welcome to the world. I'll love you forever. <laughs> at least until I eat you, which yeah. will probably be about six but minutes. I still love you then. It might not be right when it comes out though, you know? That's oh, a good point. It's mm. a nightmare. you got to put it back in. You've got to yeah, like, oh. oh, God Right. Oh, ripened! So, here's her game plan. She strips into the tub, finds a comfy position. Boom, let's burp this baby. Uses her phone to time two-minute contractions, throws a towel in her mouth, and pushes. Let me tell you about birth. Throws. Throws the towel in her mouth. Her her mouth. It takes... Um. It takes a few attempts. Sorry, continue. And let me tell you about birth. It's painful. It's the worst. I don't know why I write that like Donald Trump. Let me tell you about birth. <laughs> it's painful. It's the worst. Um... Luckily, it happened pretty... Oh, yeah, this is her quote again. I realise because I'm doing an American accent for everything now, it may... it's meaningless at all. It's, it's so... unclear. Luckily, it happened pretty quickly. Only had to push about five or six times. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> she said lol. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> now, let me tell you. Babies are buoyant. That little joke... <laughs> that buoyant. Li... This what does a, sound like Donald Trump word. has given birth. <laughs> let me tell you the little... No, that's... He's not... Except he'd call it a foreigner as soon as it came out. <laughs> I'm gonna build a wall around my... <laughs> My... You're not coming out. <laughs> I'm building a wall on my uterus. <laughs> and the baby's going to pay for it. <laughs> I feel really bad because I can, I can do a Bernie Sanders impression, but not a Donald Trump one. So I'm just Why do you feel bad about that? Because we're making Bernie Sanders. <laughs> He's saying all this stuff. Oh, I see. Uh, that little joker said bloop and floated right on up. <laughs> he said bloop. This bloop. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. 
shit. You're learning to speak easy. <laughs> but it only speaks in sounds. Like, it doesn't say actual <laughs> words. It's just really complicated sounds. Wait, wait, so, so currently it's got wings. It was it was given birth to underwater, so we, we can assume it can breathe it's underwater as well. well. <laughs> and, and, and it only communicates via sounds. It's like, missing link. <laughs> <laughs> Don't most of us communicate with this? No, like, like, like the guy in Police Academy. It's just... <laughs> I see what you're saying. See yeah, that. but they're very complicated, so it's weird. It's not like Goo Goo Gaga. It's like... It's a good example of sounds. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I got a real smorgasbord there. Yep. So, she cuts her son's cord with a shoelace... Oh! A knife... <laughs> oh, okay. and, a, and a kettle... <laughs> No idea what she did. <laughs> she just threw all these things on it until it snapped. She, she threw them all in her mouth. She <laughs> sharpens the kettle on the knife, cuts it with kettle. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that she didn't work with the baby and she'd be like, all right, you hold that end. Put in your mouth. I'll hold this end. And we're both just going to pull. <laughs> She's like, put work in, man. I, I didn't build a wall. You've come here. You've come into this world. Okay? And, I, and I put some work in. Oh my the God. baby's like, hop, dop, 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 dop. <laughs> <laughs> Gets Phil uninvolved. Yeah. Oh, they... <laughs> Kate hates it. It's just the idea of birth. I can like, I'm aware. Oh. I'm suddenly aware of my womb, and I don't want to ever ever be aware of my womb. That's a good point. Full on yeah. sympathy. Just, um, it's scary. I think that's. If I were a woman, all like cynicism and I, the world doomed aside. One of the reasons I wouldn't want to give birth is like. Oh my god, the pain! Oh, Why? So, oh, it's just—it's yeah. not human. It's been—it's inhuman to make me give birth to another human. So. Don't make Casey give birth. Just give us some more vegan cheese. <laughs> and I'll be happy. It's an avocado. I'll probably give birth to an avocado. Yeah. A normal size avocado, not a giant baby. Not size. a baby size avocado. No, if it was just a little avocado, I could, be, I could maybe give birth to that and be a bit like, yeah, it's all right. But anything bigger than that, I'm not. It. So there we go. Surprisingly <laughs> underwhelmed for giving birth to a non-human thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an avocado. Oh, an avocado. Look at that. Hey. I really enjoy the concept of like millennials starting to give birth to avocados, like as a as a sort of thing that just happens in the world. Millennials <laughs> ruin birth. <laughs> millennials never... start giving birth to avocados. No one knows where, how, or why. <laughs> Bloody it's millennials. True. Uh, they then. Sleeped, I've written. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they then sleeped for six hours. What, mummy and baby? Yeah. In the bath? Oh. Uh, no, no, not in the bath. Uh, they got out and they, they cuddled. Oh. This is very cute. The baby's oh. called Xavier. So, um, oh. look out, Magneto. Yeah, that's a, that's a good story. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Michael. Oh, you're very welcome, guys. Oh, you made me feel all wrong in my insides. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to. I know, but I'm like, I, being a, as a woman, like your womb isn't something that you're generally aware of. Like you can't really be like, oh, that's my womb. I can feel it, like a muscle or whatever. Apart from sometimes. Apart from sometimes, when it's like. <laughs> I think yeah. you can empathise to yeah. agree. Whenever I become aware of my heartbeat, I feel very, very yeah. uncomfortable. It's like that, but like lower down. Yeah. Do you ever get really aware of your limbs? Yeah. When you were like, oh shit, this is a limb. You know, this isn't just part of my body. <laughs> this is ha- hanging off my torso. But it is part of your body also, which is yeah, quite useful. Yeah. It's not just part of your body. But it's also a limb. The concept of a limb, a thing that's hanging off your torso. Very useful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it's like. I don't know what it's like to not have a limb. So like, that's a good I don't point. think about my limbs. Mm. Hmm. So George, tell us your story this <laughs> okay, week. Okay. Well, um, so this week we've all seen the London Marathon. 
Um, no, we probably happens. actually didn't probably watch it. The no. whole but, thing. Yeah. <laughs> like every, every single person and all of it. All of each person running, right? We've all watched every YouTube video of every, every runner. 100%. Yeah. Still, yeah. still running. <laughs> I thought there'd be a change of something, but no. Still, still it's a bit running. slower than earlier. Can we go back to watching the Dalek at the back? <laughs> <laughs> Don't they're still not finished yet. <laughs> oh, imagine if an actual real-life Dalek did the London Marathon. That would be terrifying. But also quite cute, wouldn't but, it? Yeah, what it would it do like for? What charity would it be? Like, oh, it would be it, really slow. The world. It would come in oh. last. Because they do move quite there was, slowly. There was a person who did the London Marathon in like an old-fashioned uh, diving suit, and it took oh. them about a week. Yeah. I, I think the Dalek could beat them. The Dalek can fly oh, yeah. now. It's fine. Oh, weird. Mm, there we are, done. They couldn't no, always but... fly, couldn't they? Yeah. No. Old Daleks that didn't fly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Imagine them doing The ones that got Marathon. tripped up by stairs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love them. Um, so cute. So, my, my story isn't about Daleks. Okay. Uh, in, uh, it's, instead, it's about in Texas. Uh, it's is, about in Texas. It's about in Texas. <laughs> the, not the band. Um, a society for lazy and carefree runners, or slackers, oh. has decided to put on an event for people who aren't as enthusiastic about running. Mm. What do you reckon it might be? Is Walking. It- it, it, it can involve it can involve walking. Is it just dossing about town? It is kind of dossing about town. Right. They've got <clears throat> a load of uh, really comfy chairs and a big TV and some donuts for them to share. Except for the TV, you are right. You're all right because <laughs> this is the laziest, easiest run ever. A zero point <laughs> five kilometer run in Texas, Love um, it. in the town of Bowern. Designed for people who are proud underachievers. <laughs> and it sounds like just a heck of a lot of fun. So there, it, it, it takes about 10 minutes to complete this course. Yeah. It starts off in a pub where you get a free <laughs> course. Where you get a free craft beer Ooh, to, nice. for the energy nice. to get free, uh, through to the end. At the end, you get to celebrate at a pub where you get a free craft beer <laughs> to, nice. to congratulate yourself. Is it the same pub? No. Oh. Two different They've pubs. actually not moved. <laughs> <laughs> 2.5 kilometre. They're like, run. It's optional. <laughs> in some cases it is. But we'll get there in a bit. Um, and and halfway across the run, in, the run, in case it's a bit too much. Visual the, jokes all over the place, by the way. There is also um, a donut and coffee hydration station uh, wow. which is next to the smoking area basically the least yeah. healthy marathon in the world <laughs> Everyone does a London Marathon with yeah. a cigarette in their mouth. Good morning, America. Welcome to the fifth annual Texas Run. And obviously at the back right now, we've got the smokers. They are struggling a lot. It's a big dust cloud over there. What do you think's going on, John? Well, I'm, uh, I'm currently in the cloud of the smokers, and I am dying quite badly. Back to you, Muppet. Muppet. <laughs> I, I also enjoy the hydration station with, like... Coffee. Yeah, yeah. That famous hydrating, hydrating drink. drink. And donuts. That famous <laughs> energy source. Ooh, that's where I get all my water. Donuts. I don't understand. I, I, they're not a Texan. That's what <laughs> I don't understand. It's just one Yorkshireman that's made it over to Texas. I don't understand, Doc. I do the Texas 0.5 run every day. Why am I still gaining weight? Well, it's uh, 
It's difficult to tell. It's the donuts. <laughs> because, especially because this run um, doesn't... It probably consumes about, what, about 16 kilocalories to do it. And it's probably about a thousand calories that you're consuming, consuming yeah. just doing it. So well, doing like the beer, you get a beer as well, like beer at the start, beer at oh, the yeah. end, donut in between. <laughs> Donuts in between, donut, who knows? And then cigarette, oh, cigarette. Cigarette's pretty low in calories. Yeah, not if you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we're going to have a oh, cheeky cigarette. smooth fiberglass taste. <laughs> <laughs> But th- this, it's all about positivity and self-worth is Aww. what they're, they're saying. This, this, the, and also making £25 a head. For the, it's sold wow. out, by the way. It's sold out. People are paying $25. I mean... To, for, well, you know, that's not, that's not too bad for basically a couple of beers and a donut. Yeah, and, and where does walk. the money go? Is it a charity thing? It, yeah, it is a charity thing. Actually, it goes to Blessings in a Backpack, which is a, uh, a charity giving um, school children in the US who are on free school meals um, food when they're not at school, like during the summer months and oh. when they're on holiday. So it's yeah. a pretty good cause. That's nice. Hopefully That's really it's not nice. just craft beer and donuts <laughs> giving the kids. Cigarettes. <laughs> coffee. These are the ones that the kids didn't have for the rest of the year. You I guys can have them. If they got mixed up, so they gave all of the runners the, 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 like, the school meals. <laughs> and, then, and then obviously the school children were like, why are the cigarettes? <laughs> What's the Why the cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> the oh, child found. Ah, they gave a cigarette. <laughs> um, Back to you, Muppet. My, my favourite thing about <laughs> this um, this this race is so there's a regular ticket that you get and it's $25 I'm not advertising because it's already sold out um, and you get a t-shirt you get beers you get drinks you get to you get a, you get a little medal Aww. to show that you did well and you did a 0.5 kilometre run you can't eat it stop trying to eat the medal <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> as, I don't know how that will play out as an audio gag but to watch that was just beautiful <laughs> um, there is a VIP ticket now yeah wow. I know, which is another $25 $50 um, what do you reckon you get ice cream VIP ticket? ice cream yeah no it's not ice cream so. do you get someone else to carry you around <laughs> Or you get to eat the winner. <gasps> Wait. Yeah, <laughs> to do you get like... the winner? <laughs> oh, God. You get driven over the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> and also, from any point you like, you can just step out of the pub, into the car, get driven to the other pub. So you can just get a lift from a pub to another pub. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but no, I mean, you're stopping halfway to get a donut out the window oh, as well. Oh, yeah, and a which cigarette. is nice, to be fair. Cool, carry on. Um, oh, and you the instant winner. And... Yeah, basically, um, you get into one but and wow. especially you get a bigger medal than everybody else uh-huh, because yeah. you're more valuable. Yeah, to wow. society. Yeah, because okay. you have more money to yeah, pay for exactly. a better Okay, that bit is troubling. That's <laughs> troubling. It's for charity. Yeah. It's none of it's troubling. I agree that for charity, it's not troubling. However, if it's for like confidence boosting, <laughs> and it's telling you you're more important if you pay us more money. I'm not sure well, how great that actually, is. Actually, I, I think it's the other way around. I think it's we'll tell you your, how great you are if, if you, you pay, pay us more, more money. Again, not great to boost confidence of people, for example, with financial issues. All completely undermined by the fact that it's for cherry, I think, personally. I, but I, did, I mm. didn't dispute that at any point. Nino, Nino, Nino. Not for political reasons, but because Tash yeah. and I are like the closest we've ever been to a fallout. <laughs> No, we've been close. My, Michael, you're right. You two never fall out. You it's killed not... my dad. Oh, oh yeah. Michael. Sorry about what that. What's his name? Amazonio. <laughs> oh, Amazonio. His Amazonio name. Muppet. 
<laughs> he lived the life. <laughs> it's the issue, Michael, pro-charity. Tash, pro-children. <laughs> Those things often don't mix very well. <laughs> combine the two. Rap yeah, battle, let's go. Combine the two and you've exactly away, got this. Give away children. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. We've solved give all of these. Give away children for charity. Let's do it. Michael, let's start a business. I want one of the children. You can't go away. You can't keep coming here. We're not giving you a child. What are you going to do with the child that we give you? Eat it. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Come up with a lie. <laughs> uh, um, well, the, this is a pretty short and sweet story. I'm almost done. Uh, last, my last fact, which is one of my favourite ones about, about it. Um, one, of the, one of the features of this race um, is a, a fully equipped medical tent that may not be staffed. Like <laughs> <laughs> they are not be. Yeah, they were like it might have some staff in it. We don't know. We're not going to organise it. Yeah, but they, they don't want to like you know rub it in like oh these are successful doctors and nurses, but also you you haven't got any qualifications, have you? So let's not have them, and they can just look after themselves and feel yeah. like they've done something good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. What's someone going to do? Just. Well, well, smoke themselves to death, I suppose. <laughs> but but it's a bit too late for them, yeah. It sounds like yeah. there may be more dangers at this one. Yeah. <laughs> 0. 0.5 metre run. No, not 0.5 metres. <laughs> <laughs> it's a we're gonna do. We're going to one-up them and we're going to do a 50 centimetre run. Oh. Uh, well, actually, there was a somewhere else in America has already done a 0.1 kilometre run uh, to, just wow. to one-up them for a St. Paddy's Day event. So I've got a feeling that's even more beer. Mm. I think it might, in fact, be Maybe. a drunk run. Yeah. It's just like, let's see if it, let's watch some drunk people run mm. hundred meters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Drunk. You know you have those like long, like yard long like beer <laughs> tube things. Like maybe they can just do that that's a, a kilometer long and you've got to drink I've that got sounds, some ideas. That sounds deadly. And it's held by the really long dog. Yeah. yeah. Of course it is, because he's just got a really long bladder. That's the yeah. finish line. You just <laughs> fall over that. <laughs> you know you're not Aww. there. Oh. Poor super long dog. Anyway, that's my story. Great story, guys. Fantastic work, friend. That's a good story. Thank you. You're very welcome. Katie, have you got a story for us? I have a story. I like that we what we always surprise. congratulate everyone on the story. That, that, that hasn't so far been a story where everyone was like, "What were you doing?" I mean, I, I think that was can... a crap story, George. <laughs> <laughs> Hated it. I know that was last week when Katie ended us. To ended ended us. <laughs> <laughs> when Katie told us at the end that we didn't handle the heat. Oh yeah, so, no. yeah, none of you handled the heat well enough at all. I'm sorry. I really hope that you go right back in with that story. <laughs> so I've got, so I've, got, this week, I've got to start off with a question. Can you handle the cold? <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on the season. Um, <laughs> Genuine opinions. Can you handle the mild, the temperate climate? <laughs> um, okay, so I've titled my story this week. <laughs> well, <laughs> into the wood. <laughs> Into the wood. <laughs> yes, another very good head. We're doing so well this episode. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I've just come up with that now. So wow. So sorry if it's not, you know, good enough. <laughs> but there we go. It, it might be, but I don't get it. Yeah, well, you will. <laughs> so imagine this, Michael, and Tash, and George. Imagine this. Let me paint a picture for you. So you're walking through the woods. Mm-hmm. Now you're in you're in Belgium. You've gone there okay. for a lovely weekend break to get you know get close mm-hmm. to nature and have a relaxing time. You've gone on a yeah. walk through the woods. Oh. oh, I'm so glad I went on holiday with you guys. Yeah. Oh, so nice. glad Katie's not here. How do we yeah. get here? I, don't re- I just remember a blur and then waking up here <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> what did Katie do to us? Where is Katie? She ended us. Why? Now we're in Belgian woods. 
this, so you're walking through the woods. It's all very calm. There's no one around. There's no one around. No one to hear your scream. No, <laughs> nice. um, so, <laughs> so you, you walk, yeah, so you're loving it. Um, and all of a sudden you come to a little clearing. And what you see in front of you is a, sorry, and you, all of a sudden you come to a clearing. <laughs> and what you see in front of you is a giant man. Doing oh. a, a crab, you know, like when they lean backwards. <laughs> One uh, day, fucking a giant crab. <laughs> yeah, so, so not, oh, not a giant God. crab. A giant man doing a crab or a bridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And between his legs, a giant erection. <laughs> Does it belong to him? Is it blue? It's <laughs> someone else's. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It follows on from George's yeah, blue, blue penis story. So, so it's not questions. blue. Is it Papa Smurf? <laughs> it's not Papa Smurf. It's not blue. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> He's made it into the podcast way too many times. I'm so glad we found this little recluded space. <laughs> That's not what Papa Smurf sounds like. I don't know why he's not. I don't know what he sounds like. Also, I can't who remember. is he talking to? The man he's about to do. His, his own erection. Yeah. But on his own. It's no, not a crab. No, Papa Smurf is with him. It's the erection. Anyway. No, the erection is attached to the man. It is his erection. All right, okay. See, okay. it's okay. not. And, it's, and it it's, is. it's not an abstract erection. Really? I love, I love that album. <laughs> abstract erection by Foo Fighters I'm trying to see how how big it is I mean I can sort the of erection the whole thing is is like I mean it's about it's about I'd say about two metres three oh, metres tall right it's like, not it's, the it is, is a statue it's a statue it's not actually oh, a real no. man <laughs> see, it's, no. I was like okay a giant you were like a giant man I was like yeah, how, what are you talking like six foot like nine foot like you know no a giant okay, man okay yeah uh, so, <laughs> Three so yeah I mean yeah he looks like from. I'll show you a picture but I feel kind of bad because the, the, the viewers the we'll, listeners can't we'll, see we'll that we'll link it in the doobly-doo you'll do li- we, we won't but you can google it so you know just we do use a bit a of intuition find your own stories yeah. we, we do have a fully googleable podcast which is quite nice sorry, <laughs> you, sorry. Is, your, is your advice to start your own podcast <laughs> Find your own damn story. God, <laughs> we work for you. And we, yeah. you know, just please keep listening I to will, us. Uh, yeah, please do. Uh, yeah, so basically, um, a lot of, you know, there's been some quite mixed reactions to this um, this statue in Antwerp. Um, what are your react? What do you think? What would you What would you think if I mean, you I stumbled across that? I thought it was a real that? man. Yeah. When you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did sort of want to lead you on that little mm. false um, mm. little trail. <laughs> If you bomb the bump, no, it's not. I mean, imagine if you're walking in the woods with your family and you're like, ah, we've gone on a hike. Dun, 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 dun. What? I think I'd be fine with it. Unlike the giant blue penis, it's actually attached to something. So I, (laughs) honestly, I've got like no qualms at all. You stick by your principles. (laughs) Yes. Give me a body part attached to a person. It's not really, I mean, it's still a body part at that point. Well, I yeah. don't know. I will, I, show you the picture. I, I will show you the picture, Michael, and I think that that might change because it's the most horrific thing I've ever seen. But then again, you know, maybe I'm biased. Do you want me to describe what I see? Oh, my Gideon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... I didn't expect him to be wearing socks. I don't yeah, he's wearing I want socks. To see it? Is it horrific? It's not like he's not going right, to have, you have nightmares. It's nothing that you haven't maybe seen before. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it's so weird. So he's, he's like a giant purplish-looking man. I don't know how to react to it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. he's, he's quite uh, veiny and sinewy-looking. He does, yeah. does kind of have a big so wearing, like, Let's wearing see again. Socks. He's wearing socks that his he's ho- wearing toes socks are peeking out of. Can you enhance no the bottom? I, I can't really get... Oh, um, I can. <laughs> That's what I mean, she it, said. It's sorry. not enhanced. It's just... <laughs> Let's have a look. 
God, that is that is a really. really? Why do we have yeah. to enhance it? Like so, that? so, really um, dung. so, uh, so basically, <laughs> this this piece, this um, sculpture has been erected. Ha. Oh, ha, ha, Here we um, go. Yeah. For um, a. a this is the Google search to get to it. <laughs> and twerp crab penis. <laughs> oh, the crab penis. <laughs> yeah, so basically it's been erected um, in the forest um, and it's the, the forest is part of the... Um, oh, it's called, it's called the Arc de Triomphe. Oh, okay. But that's a Not different the... place. <laughs> Not in a yeah. forest. Yeah, the Arc... I don't know if it's meant to be a pun, but I just haven't got it. <laughs> oh, because it's an arch. Yeah. And it's a, a triumph. triumph. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ah, like no, there we go, got it. Um, yeah, so basically I prefer it's been... the title to the statue. Yeah. I mean, I quite like the statue the more I learn about it. So basically, yeah. it's it's been in the park of the Middelheim Museum in the Belgian city of Antwerp. So it is attached to a museum. So there is a place yeah. for it. It's not like it's just in, yeah. a, in like, a, like oh, there's a, a See, school next to I it thought. or something. I thought it was like in a wood deep in the woods. That'd be quite scary. I'd quite yeah. like that. I, I, I have like a massive thing for like, um, like <laughs> so like, does he. Uh. <laughs> he does have massive things. Um, but you know, for like little like weird, like weird yeah, little artworky yeah, things fair. that you might mm-hmm. find just like carved in the woods or something. Like it's a bit creepy, but I kind mm. of like it. But I'd see that and I wouldn't at all be creeped out. I'd just, mm. I'd, I'd just, I'd be, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> I'd, I'd be climbing on that wood. Oh, That's look at a giant penis. Yeah, Johnny go down in the woods. Let's go back yeah. home. Well, if you were like in like Blair Witch or something, and you know. Like the it bit where really they see all the like horrible symbols that have been left behind, and then instead of that, you just walk up and see this, <laughs> this, this, the Arc de Triomphe. You'd be like, oh, Room I'm not scared bit, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'd blow, yeah. Uh, yeah, not that bothered if that's the kind of thing he's leaving behind. Um, so yeah, so the museum director Sarah Vaines or Vaines said, <laughs> I determine. That, it's really funny that that's her name, isn't it? Um, yeah. I determined that nude bodies can indeed touch visitors. We do, which is, I think, maybe a translation issue. Um, the translator was having a whale of a time. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. The journalist is you, sh- you should read the article because the amount of puns... Really? I'll read a few of them to you in a second. They're just... It's dreadful. Uh, we do have a, a, quite a lot of nude bodies in our collection, but those are often women's bodies. Apparently, those evoke less outrage than this piece. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the work is made from pr- plasticine, not from bronze. Uh, or anything like that. So it's like quite, it's quite malleable. Something plasticine genitals are like quite. Why would mold. I assume it wasn't in a bronze? Um, <laughs> it's not bronze, okay. I think, bronze. I think because in their museum they have a lot of like um, like bronze works of like women's bodies. I think by like like Baroque style artists. And so then you have Obama. Obama, Barack Obama, by Barack Obama. But Barack Obama, there's, yeah, he's a yeah. great, great artist. I love working um, the bronze. Yeah, but they uh, shaping again. women's bodies. <laughs> Oh. Michelle's not too happy. I think Michelle <laughs> love it. I think she'd pose for it. Yeah, I love. I'd love that to be a thing that they got into in their later years. Yeah, yeah. I might yeah, suggest very it. Yeah. Human oh, George wonderful. Bush paints dogs. Barack Obama sculpts bronze versions of his wife. Yeah, really I mean, nice. I'm making an one. army. We're gonna <laughs> take it back up, Trump. That would be so good. An army of bronze, <laughs> Michelle Obama. Um, but yeah, so basically she thinks that the most of the opposition has come from the fact that the, the work is made of plasticine and therefore looks quite real. Mm, uh, and we, it and it's kind of like, you know, the veiny colour. and It's quite raw. Yeah. It's not like... Mm. It looks a bit like he has been a bit cooked, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's kind of awful. It's not clip arty. No. It's like, it's like an, a, 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 an aesthetically slightly offensive choice of material to make a human offensive? body out. Well, not yeah. offensive. It's not offensive. Like no aesthetically offensive. Yeah, yeah, like... 
Like harsh. Because it's closer to human skin than bronze is, obviously. So mm. it starts falling yeah, into yeah, the yeah. uncanny valley. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely the uncanny valley. Mm. That's a good that's a good thing. Mm. But basically apparently now the museum's had to put up warning signs in the park as it's you know, it's popular with walkers and people, mm. you know, going on little yeah. walks with their family. And so they've now got like warning signs along the trail yeah. that's like warning. Penis but- statue ahead. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is kinda of sad, it sort of ruins it. Yeah, it means you it means you're not accidentally gonna stumble across a Big boner. Exactly. And That's really upsetting. What, that takes away the verve from life, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'd, I'd be disappointed, but it's fine. Apparently, it's invited 16 artists to the museum to submit art, which was inspired by Baroque landscaping elements. And I think the artist mm. is called Peter Paul Rubens. He's known for his nudes of voluptuous women. Women. <laughs> I don't. A voluptuous woman. <laughs> the new hero on the vlog. Oh no! Oh no! No. So that's it's it. me, voluptuous yeah. woman. I'm here with my voluptuousness. What would she do to stop crying? Just sort of like throw just a voluptuous assets around. And voluptuous. She just distract them. Distract the criminal. It's me, voluptuous. My favorite pinup gal. Thanos meets his greatest rival yet. Voluptuous gal. No, 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 guys. It's Voluptuous Woman. Sorry, yes. Voluptuous That's Woman. That's the title. Absolutely. The final film before Infinity War. <laughs> I think that I would pay to see that film. Not Avengers. Voluptuous Woman. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm now going to read through some of the puns that are in the article okay. because, um, you know, it's quite funny. So, basically, um, a statue has been erected. And it has been met with some stiff opposition. Oh, no. uh, the statue called the Arc de Triomphe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. City bosses have been having a hard time. Oh, yeah. And apparently, oh, this is a feature I forgot to mention of the sculpture. It is, in fact, a fountain. <laughs> oh. That's the best fact. Yeah, that's the best bit about it that I forgot. It's a plasticine fountain. Yeah. It's going to be turned into a fountain with water projecting from the tip of the penis into the sculpture's as mouth. Long as, as long as they get it right. And oh, just like, wow. All right, where did we put the... You didn't put it in the penis, did you? You put it in the bum. Oh, no. It just squirts like... It doesn't, it doesn't even go anywhere. Oh, no. That would be, I think that would be Ta- Take the art. penis off his front, put it around the bum, we're still going to get it into his mouth. No, no, just the bottom oh, half God. around. I think that'd be much worse there for some reason. The most realistic... <laughs> human statue yeah. I've ever made. Yeah. Willy Bum Man. Willy Bum Man. Willy Willy Bum Man. Willy Willy Bum Man. Willy 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 Bum Man. That's actually what the statue's called in English. <laughs> so translates wow, that's a to... really long translation. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's... it's weird that they have a word for Willy 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 Willy. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's beautiful language, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, yeah. so the artist says it's received stiff opposition, but hardened officials want to keep uh. it in place. Um, and also on the article, it does say... If you don't want to see the appendage, don't scroll any further. So thank you for the warning. Metro. The appendage? Yeah. The, the, penis. the penis. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Good to know. That's it. That's my story. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Katie. Okay, should we do a quick recap of our stories? Yes, let's. Um, my story was two tales of dogs oh, in tales. the news. <laughs> my... Oh, tales! Yeah. Yeah, I totally meant to do that. Please Nice. <laughs> My story was uh, about a millennial woman doing a DIY birth from a YouTube tutorial video. Mine was Lazy Donut Run. That's good. <laughs> Mine was uh, stiff opposition to wood, to statue in wood of man with a penis. <laughs> and it's erect. <laughs> and also a fountain. <laughs> didn't, didn't Tash sing the, the name of your song? Oh, yeah, it was called yeah, um, Willy it's, Willy. It's actually Willy Willy Bum Bum, Willy Willy Bum Bum, Willy 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 Bum Bum. Yeah. Song as old as time. 
case of the votes are in. <gasps> and in last place, with one vote, it is myself. Oh. With the woman who gave birth. I'm sorry. Fair. Happens a lot. Women give birth. Kind of dismissive of, of <laughs> the, the triumph that giving birth is. Yeah, it was very impressive. I just didn't like her hashtags. So that was the main reason. <laughs> In second place with two votes is Miss Kondrashova, Tash. Oh, commiserations, Tash. Ba- tough luck, Tash. Oh, remaining very quiet on the matter. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to sulk. Oh. Don't swear at me. <laughs> right. Tash, put the knife down, please. <laughs> This is me. This is like that scene in um in The Simpsons where he is in that video. He's been recorded because he nearly touched that girl's butt to get the sweet. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Simpson, no, 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 no. <laughs> Your silence says more than tr- real evidence ever could. <laughs> oh. In third place with four votes and jolly well done. It's George. Oh. Woo! Woo! Four points. With his on, amazing marathon story and in. <gasps> First place. <laughs> I just realised what that means. Doing an expression I never expected. <laughs> that means it's Katie with five points. Well done, yeah! Oh, that's really nice. Thanks, guys. Do you have any closing well words? Um, yeah, just erect all the statues of Willies if you want, or don't. <laughs> uh, that's my advice for the world. Or, you know, whatever you want to do a statue of, you should do it, and you shouldn't put warning signs up. <laughs> Children need to see Willie's. <laughs> no, we are the we are the party for people who think that children need to see Willie's. <laughs> no, I'm sure that there's a very sinister. Never mind. What do we want? Yeah. Children to see Willie's. Oh. do we want it? Always to see Willie's. <laughs> sorry. Join us. <laughs> That's it. Join us. Thanks for listening. We've been We Don't Talk About Brexit. You've enjoyed our stories this week. Join us next week for four more funny ones. And like us on the Facebooks and the iTunes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>